0: Welcome to WSUM Story Hour here in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm your host, Izzy Bavis, and I'm joined in the studio with some amazing guests. um, Who would like to go first with just introducing yourself? Olivia?
1: (laughs) Hi, I'm Olivia. I'm currently training here, um, but I'm really excited to tell some fun stories today. Awesome. And We can just go around in the circle. I'm
2: Jocelyn. Um, I'm a traffic director, excited to be here.
3: Hi, my name is uh, Milo Bonell, and uh, Zach kind of dragged me in here, so that's why I'm here.
4: And I am Zach. I am currently a trainee for th- sports.
0: Awesome. Um, So WSUM Story Hour is a podcast here at WSUM in Madison, Wisconsin for the university. Um, What we do is that we bring in guests and they tell stories based on a theme that um, we have decided. And this um, episode is all about firsts since this is the first podcast for WSUM Story Hour. And I'm really excited to hear everybody's stories.
4: So, over spring break, my dad and I were going to Arizona for spring training baseball. And the Friday before we went, we left on Sunday. The Friday before we went, we watched Captain America Civil War. And in that movie, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character says, isn't it funny how you run into people that you know at the airport? And when we got to the airport on Sunday... I looked at my dad and I said, isn't it funny how you run into people that you know at the airport? And I said that jokingly, because I've been to the airport so many times and I've never run into anybody that I ever knew. And I told him, I highly doubt I'm gonna run into anybody that I know. And we're waiting at the gate and I'm sitting facing the entrance of the gate and just waiting for the plane to load. And a few girls walk up, and I didn't recognize the first girl, and she walked by. And then the second girl I recognized, and I just kind of stared at her for a second. I was like, what? And she saw me, and we kind of had that moment where we are just staring at each other. And we were just like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm going to spring training. And she's like, so am I. And so... We ended up being on the same airplane, same time, same everything. It was absolutely crazy. We ended up going to two of the same spring training games and hanging out at them. And first time that I ran into somebody at the airport, we ended up going to the same place and doing the same things. All right. So
3: one morning I woke up to probably the loudest snoring I've ever heard in my life is somewhere between a mix of like a rattlesnake and like a phone vibrating at like its loudest capacity and so I look at my watch and it's about three in the morning I'm just I'm tired of it so I just put my headphones in and I try to relax and then so it's about 10 minutes in my mind goes by and I hear this soft knock on the door it's probably like a and I'm like dude i'm in my underwear i'm in my bed all cozied up in my blanket i got my headphones in i'm not getting out of my bed right now and then so it goes away i'm like whatever and then probably another 10 minutes 15 minutes goes by and i hear another slightly more aggressive on my door same thing i'm like i'm not i'm not getting up right now it's like three fifteen in the morning it's just not happening and then through all this i was hoping my roommate would wake up but it just didn't happen and so Another 10, 15 minutes goes by, and I just hear a, on my door, and <laughs> I just, I was, same thing, I'm not getting up, this isn't happening right now, and it's just, just one, once more, 10 minutes later, for good measure, just, like, on my door, the absolutely the hardest pounding I've ever heard in my entire life, and then, it was probably about, like, five minutes later, I, like, took out my he- my headphones, and it was, like, the most silent I've like ever heard a room in my entire life and so I, I was able to go to sleep I looked at my watch was like four in the morning so this had gone on for like an hour it was just <laughs> it was ridiculous but then so the next day my house fellow runs into me and he's like dude is everything okay and I was like yeah like why what's the problem he's like oh well we just heard like a really loud noise coming from your room last night and we weren't sure what it was and I was like oh yeah no that was just my roommate sleeping like or snoring he's like yeah, well, yeah, we weren't sure, so like, we ended up calling the police because we thought someone was hurt. So, <laughs> there's a very good chance <laughs> that one of those knocks on my door was a UWPD police officer.
1: So, in the summer of 2017, my parents were, like, nice enough, and they finally said yes to something that I asked for the first time in my life and let me go to Europe uh, on a school trip with two of my best friends, and it was the best summer of my life. Like, it was the most fun that I've ever had. And I knew as soon as I got back that I wanted to go back to Europe because the trip was happening again the next year. And my parents said, we're not going to pay for it. And I was like, that's fair. (laughs) It's expensive. So I worked all year at a job I hated to pay for this. Somehow made enough money. I still don't really understand how, Um. And then it finally comes time for the trip. I'm going with my childhood best friend. She decides to go on this trip with me. And we get to the airport in Reno and we get on the plane and the plane is waiting for about an hour before it takes off. And that's the longest I've ever like sat on a runway just waiting to go. And I knew that the layover wasn't very long. So I'm stressed out the whole time. (laughs) Because I finally spent, like, all this money on something that I worked so hard for. And I'm like, I don't want to miss the plane (laughs) to get there. Uh, And then we get to the next airport, which I think was Dallas. And the same thing happens. We're waiting on the runway for about an hour. And I'm thinking, there's absolutely no idea that we're, no way that we're going to make this. And somehow we get there, like, a few minutes before the next plane takes off from somewhere on the East Coast. And we're on this plane. It's waiting forever, but I know that our next stop is Prague. So I'm not worried at all. Like, this kind of sucks, but I'm going to be there. It's going to be great. And then we were probably on the flight for about six hours. And this was a flight that didn't have, there were no TV screens. My phone was almost dead. So I was bored this entire flight and just making faces at my friend and like playing card games the whole time but having a good time. And this was also one of the first times that I had ever flown by myself, or at least only with like one other person that I knew, and one of the first times without my parents. So I'm a little bit stressed out, but I'm on the plane. I know we're going to get there. I'm like, nothing can go wrong. We're finally on our way. And then probably about six hours into the flight, I'm finally falling asleep after all this time. And I hear this extremely loud like bang, the loudest noise I have ever heard. And I opened my eyes and I saw that the masks had popped down. And the only words that came out of my mouth were, you got to be kidding me, (laughs) because this is not a thing that you ever see. The only time I've ever seen one of those masks is in like a flight demonstration or the safety videos or You know, a flight attendant holding it up and saying, this is how you put it on. Remember to put it on before your kids. And I just can't believe that this is happening. And I just start laughing hysterically. And then probably about 10 minutes later, we're all wearing these masks. And the pilot comes on and he says, hey, I've got bad news. (laughs) Not exactly like that, but that's how I remember it. And he said, so we're over the Atlantic Ocean right now, and the plane's depressurized. (laughs) So protocol says that we have to land in the closest spot, and we're about an hour closer to Canada than we are to Europe. And I just, (laughs) I don't know if I was upset or just annoyed because Canada was not my intended location. It was not where I wanted to be. And it wasn't a big city in Canada. It was on the very edge of Canada. It's freezing cold there, even in the middle of the summer. And I just keep thinking to myself, this can't be happening. I can't believe that this is how awful a flight went for me. And, of course, that was the period of time right before college where I would have to be flying home and flying back to school all the time by myself.
2: It's it's kind of my first time away from home and actually liking it. Or the first time finding a home away from home. I like that better. I have this dream that pops into my subconscious every month or so. It's a nightmare, really, and it always starts out the same, just as it happened in real life. I'm 12 years old again. I've just been dropped off at summer camp in Somerset, Pennsylvania, and I'm so excited because I've been wanting to go to camp for so long after watching my parents drop off my older sisters every year, and I finally convinced them that I was ready to take the step of sleeping away from home on my own. My parents were very well practiced at raising strong, independent daughters as seen in both of my sisters' complete lack of hesitation when getting off the bus in kindergarten compared to me who cried and clung onto my mom's legs, literally dragging her into the building with me. But still, even with my slight codependence issues, my mom described me as a tiny adult wanting so badly to always be older than I was. Thus, a desire to act like an adult and go off on my own like one. But camp was a traumatizing experience, which is probably why I think about it so often. I spent every night crying, picturing my parents' faces, and stressing out my counselors. And that's when I found out I was unfortunately not the massive, it was unfortunately not the massive sense of independence that I craved it to be. Flash forward five years, and I have the same desire to prove myself as this independent being. I was going through this hippie outdoorsy phase, and maybe I still am, but during junior year civics class, I was skimming through this website that's basically like Tinder for aspiring farmers, and then I booked a plane to Seattle, Washington to work on a goat farm. Um, I somehow got my parents to go to Seattle with me and then drive me about an hour out to the small little town called Eatonville where I was going to work as a farmhand for the summer. I don't know why I was so set on doing this, but once again, it was this big seeking of redemption from my time away at camp that I still thought about often. I was ready to prove that I could be away from home Um, And I could like it. Going to Eatonville was a crazy experience. We pull up and my dad's in this suit because he had just flown from work. And we're at this farm. Everyone looks at us really funny. And then they bring me to my room, which is a tent outside of a goat pen. And they tell me that if I hear any screaming in the middle of the night to let them know because it's probably a mother goat giving birth. And that did happen. Eventually, Um, I was able to be a part in the birth giving process of a goat, which is truly magical, let me tell you. But the point is the first night away from home part two in Washington was another one of the worst. I was in this tent alone, listening to the ruffling of goats walking outside. And I was completely terrified and just wanting my parents so bad And was miserable knowing that they were already on a plane back to Pennsylvania. I spent the next few days calling my parents, begging them to pick me up, even though I had agreed to work for another month. Days went by and I was pretty miserable, but eventually I ended up finding a little home. Um, I think a home is where you feel comfortable going to bed and waking up every morning And I finally found that through doing yoga in the yard with goats and feeding baby goats milk and finding this sort of home away from my home that I wanted so bad but never expected to have. Um, I was soft and I'll always be soft. And I still think of the first night away from home at camp when I go to bed in a new place. But. Now I can take comfort in knowing that there's lots of homes away from homes, even at a goat farm in Washington. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to all of those lovely
0: stories. Um, Now we're going to have a debrief session and just talk about what we thought of everyone's stories. Um, Who should we start with? The beginning? (laughs) First story?
4: Yeah.
0: It wasn't it you, Zach? Yeah. Yeah, so your story was about the first time you saw someone you knew on an airplane or, like, at the airport. airport. Anyone else have similar experiences?
2: I saw someone that I knew in Italy, which was, like, a really trippy experience. And I don't know. I'm one of those people who especially like when I'm not wearing my glasses and I'm sort of blind I always th- like kind of recreate faces so when I see a stranger like it will kind of just morph into someone I know if you know what I mean I think our eyes just kind of do that when we're looking at like unfamiliar figures we like try to relate to them to things we already know so I was like so convinced that I was looking at someone that I did not know but was just like making it look like someone I knew and then it was and that's a really weird realization.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went. I was um, touring colleges last year, and um, I like every time I went to a new city, I saw like four people from my high
5: school. So that was weird. <laughs> uh, this uh, winter break, I was going to Taiwan, and I ended up seeing a guy on the plane who was in like, we play in a quartet together, and he was also going to Taiwan. And I don't like really like him, he's like very pretentious. But it was like this weird social situation where I was like, oh, we should hang out. And then, so I had to, right? And (laughs) so we like went there and like for a day over winter week we like hung out in Taiwan. And I was like, I don't even, I I got myself into this weird situation because I saw someone I knew at the airport.
1: Yeah, I've had a lot of awkward moments like that where you see somebody that you know, but you're not super close to them and you don't really know what to do. So you just kind of stare awkwardly for a few seconds and then, like, sometimes don't think about what you say before you say it. Like, there's this guy that I lived across the street from for, like, my whole childhood. Like, probably from age, like, 2 to 10. And one day I was in a restaurant with my mom And I hadn't seen him in probably, like, four or five years. And he just walks across the restaurant because he worked there. And he said hi, and I just paused for a few seconds because I didn't know how to reply because I was so, like, in shock from seeing somebody again. I relate.
0: Any other last (laughs) words about Zach's story?
3: Yeah, no, I was actually just in Minnesota this weekend. So on the bus ride up there, there's this girl that went... Is a class below me in my high school. And for some reason, we got on the bus at the same stop, but we had no idea until we walked off of the bus. And so it was kind of crazy because we had taken the same bus up and, and we were taking the same one back. So on the way back, we kind of hung out. But yeah, it was just, it's weird how you see people that you don't expect to mm-hmm. in weirdest places.
0: Yeah. Nice next story the snoring story yes <laughs> that story is crazy <laughs> oh yeah i can't believe the police didn't like act like barged
3: yeah, down yeah I know. <laughs> why did anybody <laughs> say like this is the police yeah why did they announce themselves <laughs> maybe i had my music up too high and i just couldn't hear it but yeah i don't know it's so weird there's a couple other ones it's, i just got had too much like one time i went and I slept in the basement of my dorm oh instead my God. of like dealing with it. It's just. <laughs> what
0: dorm do you live in?
3: Uh, I'm in Bradley. Mm.
4: Mm-hmm. You slept in the
3: basement of Bradley? <laughs> 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 Bradley. <laughs> on the couch.
2: It started when I was little, but I still do this. I don't know if anyone else does too, but like when I'm home alone and I hear a knock at the door, I will not go. And I'll just like hear them keep knocking. And mm-hmm. they'll like see lights on, you know what I mean? So they'll like know someone's home, but I'll just like refuse. Yeah. I, like, won't answer the door either, and, like,
5: I did this at home, but it actually happened, like, right around, like, the last election that happened. I was at home, and then my roommate was, like, in her room, and there was a knock on the door, and I literally continued to sit on the couch and went, Paige, there's someone at the door, and, like, I didn't even get up to try to answer it, like, And then I couldn't pretend like I wasn't home either because whoever was, like, outside my door could hear (laughs) me yell. (laughs) But, like, I just don't answer the door because I'm way too scared.
4: Yeah, there was one time I was at home and I was in the kitchen and, like, there's, like, windows on uh, pretty much around the entirety of the kitchen. And I heard the doorbell ring and I looked out the window and I didn't recognize the car. Usually I know who it is based on the car and I was freaking out because I didn't know who it was and they weren't leaving and I was trying not to be seen and it took me like 15 minutes before I finally realized it was my aunt and I opened the door I was like what are you doing
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I've always had a habit where I like don't enjoy answering the door especially if I'm not expecting anybody to be there and I'm alone in my house And my parents always, like, tease me about this because people will come to the house and my parents have to call me and say, this is somebody we know, let them in. Um, And then over winter break this past year, I was at home and there was somebody knocking on the door and I didn't want to answer it. And then I finally answered it and it was somebody that I didn't know. So I had to, like, do that awkward thing of, no, sorry, I don't think that the person you're looking for is here. And then I found out that night, like, I was at dinner with my dad, that there was a serial killer (laughs) um, loose, like, in my hometown. And that was the next, the (laughs) night after I didn't answer the door, or the night after I didn't want to answer the door. um, He, like, went to a house and killed two people that was, like, around the corner from my house. So I don't think I'm ever going to answer the door again. (laughs)
2: God. Wow! Yeah. My God, <laughs> 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 Olivia!
1: Jeez! <laughs> oh, you,
2: you have so many near-death experiences.
1: Uh, that <laughs> one was a lot. My, yeah. I came back from break, and my housefellow. I was talking to somebody out in the hallway about it. My housefellow like went and looked it up, and she was so interested in it. And like, cause they caught him, I think, right when I got back to school. Hmm. So that was a fun winter break.
0: <laughs> wow! Wow! That is, that's something else. Um, That's never happened to me. (laughs) But I do have, I I kick in my sleep. That's the one, like, sleep thing. If we're going back to snoring, I kick. So when I was little, I would, like, sleep in the same bed with my grandma, and I would kick her so hard that she would have to go and sleep in another room.
3: I also fell out of my bed (laughs) one week. I've had a lot of sleeping-related issues this semester. But, like, I was, it was, like, the third week of th- third like third day of school actually like school had just started like actual classes mm-hmm. and um, I was passing my roommate in the hallway and he just looked at me he's like dude are you okay and I was like yeah I'm fine like, like what's up he's like you fell out of your bed <laughs> I was like what, <laughs> what? and so apparently like I hadn't put the bar up on my bed yet and so like uh, at some point in the night, I just tumbled off and like it made a huge smacking sound. So he woke up and he like looked at me. He's like, "Dude, are you alright?" And then I like mumbled something because I was so <laughs> unconscious. And then I, I just like crawled back up <laughs> into my bed. And is fell your asleep. bed not lofted? It is lofted. That's oh. the thing. I I fell <laughs> <go> a long <laughs> way. <was> like, so, <laughs> <you> know, like, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how. I'd, and then I woke up. The thing is, if you wouldn't have told me, I would have had no idea because I didn't feel anything. Nothing hurt like on my body. So. I don't know, just a lot of sleep things <laughs> in my Didn't life you have right any, now. Like, bruises or
4: anything? No. Didn't break something? That's
3: I did break something. I broke his little um like coffee table thing. I uh, it felt pretty <laughs> bad about it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> there was um one it was really early in the morning and I think my uh roommate's alarm must have freaked me out or whatever. I was just so out of it and I tried to sit up as fast as I could it just smashed my head into the ceiling. Oh my god! And it was so painful. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. Oh,
1: Last semester, um, me and my roommate had it set up where you would have to go on, un- like, kind of duck under one of the lofted beds to get to the fridge. And I opened the fridge, and I didn't realize that it was like so close to the back of my head when I like stood up, <laughs> and I hit like the nape of my neck. If, is oh. that what that's called? I think, so. I think so. I've heard people say that before. I hit it so hard on that, and I was kind of dizzy for the rest of the day. <laughs> <It's awesome.
2: sighs>
0: that's funny. That sucks. I'm sorry that you <laughs> hit your head <laughs> so hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Um, is that all for that story? Do we want to say anything else? Mm? No? Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Olivia depressurized... Airplane over the Atlantic Ocean.
1: <laughs> I can't recommend it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's never happened to me. I don't fly that much, so.
3: Mm.
0: Um, hey, hey, Jack. We're just having a discussion about <laughs> the story, <laughs> okay. but with the mics on.
6: <laughs> do you have a story? I do not.
0: Oh, no. okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to say an impromptu story? About what? About First.
6: First. Mm-hmm. Just oh anything. man, give me like a minute. <laughs> Ooh yay! Okay. Yay, more stories. I'm <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I do have one actually. Okay, get, get on right. a mic. Let's get
2: on a mic. Yeah, here you can go on. Oh, guess number. Yeah, you're good. You're good.
6: It's fun to hear my stories. Yeah. So my first kiss. Um. Uh, I won't go. I won't indulge very much. I don't really want to think back that far, but. Long story short, I brought her outside to my car, and I was like, "Hey, um, I had a great time tonight." And I'm like, "Okay, this is it, Jack. You got this." And I I was 17 at the time. I was it was very late for me, and I went in for the kiss. I closed my eyes, and I missed. I felt nothing but air. And I'm like, "Wait, this isn't what's supposed. What lips are supposed to feel like?" And I'm like, "Shoot." I like, okay, plan B: go for the hug. I went for the hug, and she was like, I think you missed. And I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. So then we kissed, and it was good. But yeah, I missed my first kiss. <laughs> Complete airball. That's um, a good one. Yeah, oh that's it. God.
0: That was so good. That's great. Oh, yeah. Does anyone else have any
2: first kiss My first story? kiss was so terrible, but it was like <laughs> the opposite. It was like, not to like get weird, but like, it was, like, both of our first kisses, so, like, I don't think the boy knew how to kiss. And it was literally just, like, straight tongue into my oh. mouth. Like, just, like, one, like, oh, like just a tongue oh. in my yeah. mouth. And I was very alarmed by it. <laughs> and so then I just ran away, and I, like, didn't talk to him again. I felt really bad, but I was just very stressed out oh by it. God. And then I, I was, like, afraid to kiss for a long time. Yeah. Because I was, like, that can't be what it's like. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, my
0: first kiss, um, so it was with my boyfriend at the time, and (laughs) we had this weird thing that we would take fruit and, like, put them on – our friend's doorsteps and, like, ding-dong ditched them, but with, like, the fruit. I don't know. We were really (laughs) into this. And, like, I had rollerbladed to his house, and we were, like, going and ding-dong ditching all of our friends. And then we were, like, walking in this field, and there were all of these birds, and I had a banana in my hand. And he was like, hey, like, can I kiss you? And I was like, yeah, like, just one second. I threw the banana at the birds, and then I was like, I'm ready now. (laughs) I was like, what was the... (laughs) (laughs) what was i thinking (laughs) (laughs) any other stories Um, like that
1: my story is it's very different because i didn't expect it at all so i didn't have time to like hype myself up or like think about it too much it was kind of just very sudden and i didn't expect it and then it was over and i was like um this is not what everyone said it was but okay we'll see
2: yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I also agree. it Was gross though. Yeah. Like, yeah. tongue. Gross. I was like, what the hell is
6: that? <laughs> yeah, I also got tongue down my throat the first <laughs> time as well, <laughs> and I was like, I had mentally prepared myself for this moment. Like, i I was seventeen. Like, I I was ready. <laughs> I would do all these like info like wikis, and I'm like. Yeah, Thanks so too. I definitely yeah. won't use tongue. Yeah. It's like the one thing everyone says not to do. Good. And I'm like, okay, Jack, just use your lips. And <laughs> I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and I'm like, it's, I was like, it isn't necessarily bad. It's definitely not what I was it's expecting. Jarring.
0: It, it like, it's jarring.
2: You just feel like, what? there's something along. in my yeah. mouth. And then <laughs> I don't know what to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. I heard you're supposed to say, like, Bite spe- it.
2: just just chop it off
0: say like olive or something like with your tongue that's what i heard on the internet when i was 14 i was like you're supposed to say like
6: make an o face no i'm just like i don't
3: know
0: (laughs) 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 say the the word but like don't say it out loud and i think sometimes i
3: accidentally
0: (laughs) 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 romantic i know olive (laughs) yeah I'm sorry. That
1: was, <laughs> you
6: know, that was I've good. I've heard
1: that joke my whole life. <laughs> I've <have laughs> never heard Alan. that before. Hmm. <coughs> yeah. Um, okay.
0: That was our discussion on Jack's story. <laughs> uh, Jocelyn's story. I'm away from home. Um, I feel that. Um, like my brother. Like. My brother had a similar experience, and he was the youngest. Are you the youngest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, he, me and my brothers, me and my other brother went to summer camp all the time, totally fine, you know, nothing happened. And then Theo went, and, yeah, he did not enjoy I th- it. I think it's the youngest thing. I think it is. Yeah. Because he had a very similar experience, except I was working at camp at the time, so I think it was a little bit different. Because, like, I, me and Charlie were there with Theo. That
2: could honestly make it worse, maybe. I think it, yeah. I think it, Yeah. Because then yeah. you can't, like, fully immerse yourself. Exactly. He wasn't, like, alone. And you're always He's thinking that about family. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: hard. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. It's yeah. hard now. Even
2: I know. Like <laughs> I said, like, I still have dreams about, like, being at camp and, like, just, like, not knowing that I'm going to be at camp and being dropped off there. And then my parents being like, all right, bye. Like, we'll see you in a month. And, like, that still just happens. Even though, I mean, obviously I was prepared. <coughs> but, like, mm-hmm. in my dream, I'm usually, like, alarmed by it
0: yeah I get that yeah
2: even like college too I was like okay I'm not comfortable here right now yeah it's gonna take some time yeah
1: that's kind of what happened to me but I guess in a different way um so I went to sleepaway summer camp for years and I would always go for a month and I would never get homesick I part of it my brother was there but he was also several years older than me so I didn't see him all that much But I never got homesick there, never got homesick traveling to Europe or any of those things. But then I got to college and I kind of understood because I had never been away from my parents for probably (coughs) more than a month and like outside of my own house for a month. And that was definitely an interesting experience because I finally got why everybody was homesick at camp for a little bit. And I was feeling that, but I was also so much older and it just was a weird experience.
5: Retweet. Yeah, I feel like I went to SOAR, and that was, like, an overnight thing. And I made up, like, a couple of friends there. So I was like, college is going to be fun. Like, it'll be this great experience. And then I was like, it's parallel between, like, when your parents leave you alone to sleep in, like, waters versus, like, when they left me alone the first <coughs> day. And I was like, oh, my God, come back. Like, I...
0: I couldn't do it. It was
5: way harder than i I thought it'd be
0: yeah i was like they had dropped me off and we were like setting up my dorm room and my mom was like you got this like you don't need me and your dad to stay i was like you need to stay until every (laughs) single poster is hung up until every single pixie like whatever light those little lights are hung like you are not leaving this state (laughs) and then i was like there my mom was like okay and then she was like do you want to walk us to the car i was like and then I was like started crying on Lakeshore Path and I was like, don't leave me here. What are you doing? <laughs> and um, but I'm happy they did. I mean, yeah. if they hadn't, that would have been really weird. <laughs> a lot of roommates in my tiny yeah. dorm room. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other things about how did we get on? Oh, a home away from home. Jocelyn's story.
3: <laughs> I had a really bad experience with, like, just my first time kind of being away from my home for, like, the long, like a week. I, had, I went to Boy Scout camp one year, and that was when I kind of figured out Boy Scouts wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And so the week was just kind of awful because I didn't have my parents with me, and also I didn't really like what I was doing. And so, yeah, that was probably one of the worst weeks of my life.
0: Yeah, I did a lot of weird camps. I, uh, I went to debate camp. And I went to dance camp. Yeah. <laughs> and those are nerd camps. Yes. If you are not an intense so nerd, sure. <laughs> I to nerd, if you are not yeah. intensely yeah. into that activity, it is not fun. Yeah. I hated debate camp. Yeah. And those are always in the weirdest places out of like the weirdest colleges. My
2: first like. camp, <laughs> like, the one that was so traumatizing to me, was um, a Jesus sports oh camp. So oh. it's really like... To, like, I don't, you know, I feel neutral about Jesus, but I really don't like sports. Like, I like watching sports. So it's like a sports <laughs> person here. I love watching sports, but, like, sports and me just, like, don't get along. Like, I'm, like, the least coordinated person ever. I hate when people throw Frisbees at me because, like, I won't be able to catch them. Like, yeah, I used to, like, stress out about going to college grad parties because I knew there'd be cornhole there.
0: Oh, I love <laughs> you <know>? barn
2: hole. <laughs> like yes. I'm just like so bad at like controlling my body. So it was just like a mixture of being away from home and then also just being forced to play soccer oh my and God, basketball and like being terrible at everything. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Those really niche camps, they're just yes. <laughs> not for everyone. Yes.
6: I have a sports <coughs> camp story. Oh,
0: let's hear it.
6: I went to a sports camp here. I went to the golf one. My mom decided to sign me up for the nine ninth grade through twelfth grade. Age level when I was in eighth grade. Oh
1: my god. And that was,
6: it's not too much younger <laughs> you'd think. But I was tormented by those kids for no reason. Oh no. They're these seniors in high school who thought I looked like McLovin from Superbad, <gasps> which I kinda do. I've accepted A it. A little bit. Especially when I was thirteen. <coughs> and in the middle of the night they like knock on my door and scream, McLovin, wake up. <laughs> and then just like r- incessantly knock and like oh kick my door. No. It, w- it was kind of fun though overall but well, yeah
2: it sounds like it could be in a movie that's so sad yeah. That's yeah. So super ex- bad kids are so <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> why are kids so mean kids and are so mean
6: 18 uh, like picking on a 13 that oh, is
0: stooping what? so low for those 18 year olds
6: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. um yeah at dance camp i didn't have a great time uh, my roommate hated me She was she should have gone to the Jesus Christ (laughs) sports camp because we were in seventh grade. And at that point, everyone in like the dance career, like if you were into dance, like you were obsessed with dance. Um, And like I you got to like decorate your dorm room at this weird college. And I like decorated like dance is my everything and like all of these pictures of dancers. And she is putting Bible verses on the wall and I don't say anything. I'm like, you know what? You do you, girl. Like, I'm going to put my dance quotes on my wall. And what ended up happening is that she just, like, was insane. Like, she would be like, she was like, I can't believe you're, like, wearing shorts. I was like, it's, like, 90 (laughs) degrees out. And I came from ballet class. And she goes, it's just, like, really inappropriate. And then I was like, that's weird, Mackenzie. And how old were you? I was in seventh grade, so, like, 12. And then I I guess I flirted with the soccer boys because there was a soccer camp at this college. And she goes... I know you're flirting with the soccer boys. It's inappropriate. I was like, who are you? Why are you just, like trying to control my life? Yeah, it was really scary. I was really scared. I was going to get another Mackenzie.
5: I actually also, I just like totally always forget that I went to this, but it was also like a Jesus camp essentially. It was called CYT because when I was like 12, I thought I wanted to go into theater. And so my parents and I were like, oh, cool, Chicago Youth Theater. But that was not at all what it stood oh, for. No. It was Christian youth <laughs> theater. And like, I had no idea. And every week, or not every week, but like every day, we would have like story time. And they were telling us this story about these superheroes who were being led through some mission. And their leader was called JC. And they were going to tell us at the end who JC was. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, who is JC? <laughs> and we get to the end. And they were like, I'll always be with you. Jesus Christ. And I was like so surprised. But I really shouldn't have been because we like prayed after story time and I just had no idea. I have never been to church. So oh my God, that's
2: crazy. it was so crazy. Wow. I think the moral of this hour is that I'm not going to send my children to camp. <laughs>
1: Back on Izzy's topic of roommates that hated us. I had a roommate all of last semester. I have a great roommate now because we switched. But I had a roommate all of last semester that absolutely hated me and would, like, judge every single thing that I did. Like, she didn't have class until 11 o'clock every single day, which is super cool, happy for her. I wish that was my life. Mm-hmm. But she would get mad if I had... And I only set, like, two alarms in the morning just to make sure I get up. And she would, she said to me that I couldn't have any alarms on because she didn't want to get woken up before her cu- before mm-hmm. her class. So that was... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> And you that was the first time that I didn't have, like, anybody there to back me up. I was like, I actually have to stand up for myself. Yeah.
6: Did she give you, like, anything to do besides alarms?
1: Nope. I, <laughs> <laughs> and That's my house fellow suggested to her, she said, oh, you could wear um, earplugs, like, at night, just so that you don't get woken up. And she goes, I don't want to inconvenience myself like that. Wow. <laughs>
6: oh, my God.
1: It was not a fun semester.
4: Wait I was not in my room bad. all that night.
1: No, she, she moved, moved out. out. That's good. Uh-huh. But back on the topic of sleeping in the basements of our dorms, <laughs> I did that many times. Oh, uh,
6: in oh the God. basement of your dorm? Where is that? I can't that?
1: recommend it. I live in coal. The basement's just really cold. It is cold and cold. But one of my friends... Are there couches in
6: there? Or is it like a stone, unfinished <laughs> floor? <laughs> no, with. There's couches. <laughs> couches, okay.
1: But I have a friend that was that lives in Witte, and he came over one night just to hang out with us, and he ended up staying there too, like in the basement. So at least I wasn't alone in the basement.
0: (laughs) Back to Jesus. Um, (laughs) I went to Catholic (laughs) school (laughs) and um, every day that we'd have morning announcements before, like, you know, you would go into your class and then we'd have morning announcements and it was a Bible story. And then you would say prayer and then we would go about our day. And then some weeks we would go to church and um, do churchy things and um the first day of kindergarten i was like you know very i've always been very anxious about change and so i was like this is weird i don't like this i was crying and my dad was a stay-at-home dad and he didn't really know what he was doing and he was like god just go you just have to go
4: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: so he shoves me into the classroom and i'm like whatever like i'm still crying and some mom decides that she's gonna take care of me and i'm like yeah i don't know you but okay And we like the announcements come on and everyone stands up and we're all praying. And then I hear an older student um, start to retell this story. And mind you, it was my first day of school. I was in kindergarten. I was five. And it was the story of where there was this guy and he was hated by the Romans because that's the whole story of. Uh, christianity um some roman was mad and he was like give him to me on a silver platter give me his head on a silver platter and then went into detail about how the roman soldiers went and found this guy and cut off his head and then gave it to the king on a silver platter and i was like mortified like i went home and i was like mom dad i can't go back they're talking about killing people and putting their heads on plates and i just don't understand (laughs) what to do and i i'm just so scared and (laughs) but yeah, Jesus is weird.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> did anybody go to vacation Bible school I as, did, as a kid? Yes.
2: Yeah. Every like niche Christian growing up thing I relate with. What is a yeah. niche Christian? Like any just like weird Christian kid stories. Yeah, I
6: grew up Catholic, but my right. mom had like a crisis. Good on her about uh, the Catholic Church. Right. Yes. And she's like, yeah, maybe this isn't where I should be. Right. Based on all the scandal. Yeah. So she tried out a whole bunch of places. And this one church had vacation Bible school. So when I was like eight, I got pushed in vacation Bible school. And I was like, this is pretty sweet. We get of Ice, <laughs> which is like <laughs> okay. the, the truck that brings okay. around shaved ice, which is sweet. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, Jesus walks on water. So to recreate it, we're going like, to do this crazy plaster and water mix. You can run over it. And it's like you're running on water, which is, is using science to disprove what I, – I don't even know what they were going for there. But – It was cool. I like that.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I have. I went to a camp at, like, my church when I was younger, and I don't remember exactly what kind of Christian church it was, but I know that it was some sort of Christian church. I went to a camp, and the only thing that I remember to this day is how traumatized I was when I left because I grew up in Nevada, so a big thing that they showed us was all these videos of, like, mines and don't go into mines because you'll die. Exactly how you should say that to a kid. They definitely <laughs> won't be terrified. And so I had nightmares for weeks because they showed us this video. And I think it, it was some sort of animal. I think it was a rabbit or something like that. And the whole thing was just this rabbit, like, going into all these mines. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, but they told me never to go into a mine or I'll die. <laughs> and then the rabbit died. <laughs> and they showed though. us this at church. Oh. And so I was just very confused so
0: weird
6: yeah church is anybody in here catholic
0: me I went to catholic school yes exactly
6: did you ever go to ccd
0: yes no you did oh I've heard about ccd CCD?
6: yeah I had the time of my life right there yeah I had an awful second grade ccd teacher oh well I went
0: to catholic school
6: so yes this is for people who didn't go to catholic school Mm. and went to like
0: I got that whole catholic school yeah
6: public school CCD. CCD? Don't ask me what it stands for. Maybe you know, I don't know what it stands <laughs> don't ask for. do it yeah, It's a
5: mystery. <laughs> like when I was in like fifth grade or something, it was like CCD was like what all the kids did because like I went to public school and like I asked my parents if I could go because I didn't know what it was and I just wanted to like hang, you know? Oh, I knew people nah. that did that because, yeah, because yeah, my you brothers were, did it. They said it. no. You
6: know if they weren't missing much, we did the rosary oh every God. month, which was the worst hour and a half of my life. Oh, I uh, but I had a second grade teacher who would ask all the second graders, did you go to church this weekend? And if you said no, she would publicly lomboss you for not going to church. Oh She'd go like, why? Where were you? One time I'm like, I was in Disney World this last weekend. <laughs> She's like, there are churches in Disney World. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm like,
6: are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> oh my god.
6: Yeah, and then, I don't know
0: about with your family, but like getting a rosary was a big deal. Like for me, <laughs> like I like they put it in really? this fancy case and they were like, this was your great grandmother's rosary. Like, take well, care of it.
6: Rosary. I know.
0: And I have literally no idea where <laughs> I, it
6: is. I won straight from China. <laughs> and then I was trying to put it over my head when no one was looking. Because everyone goes, yeah. Do not put oh, it yeah, on your I, neck.
0: it's such. Mine is so pretty. I'm like, I want to wear this as a necklace, but you, <laughs> yeah. you're not allowed. You know, it's this, unholy. This one out and
6: tried to put it on during mass. You always get, you always get like ushered away by the CCD teacher.
0: My peak moment in Catholic school was so every Christmas, like we every year around Christmas time, we would put on a production.
6: Yeah, which was terrible,
0: but but the fourth graders got to be either Joseph or like Mary or the angels, Uh and I got to be the Virgin Mary. Wow! (laughs) And I've always felt a connection with my Joseph.
6: (laughs) No, actually, I'm not going that direction at all. But in third grade, I was Joseph. (laughs) (laughs) No, and we had to sing "Happy Birthday, Jesus" the song, and my mom has an old VHS video of me turning bright red, (laughs) screaming the chorus to happy birthday jesus like about to pass out <laughs> from screaming this song so loud oh and then there's will my twin, my twin brother on like the right or left he's just kind of looking <laughs> at me like oh my god is this kid gonna be okay <laughs> i want to hear your your oh, okay, uh
4: ccd stories if you have one well, i didn't have too much of a story because my mom took me out after a couple of years because i wasn't nothing was happening because <laughs> the majority of the people didn't care at all and then so we did absolutely nothing and I my mom took me out for a long time and I was just like okay, okay.
0: <laughs> wow we really went on this Jesus and Catholicism route mm-hmm. um, anything else to say WSM story hour that's it for me Well, thank you so much, folks tuning in. This has been WSUM Story Hour.